0: Just do we thank you, Lord, that you helped us through this time of transition. Not able to be here for several weeks, Lord, that we had a place to go, the fellowship hall there, which we worshiped you in. We know that really we are the church. This is like a house, the church house. The place where we come to worship you. We are so thankful for it. We give you praise and honor and glory today. We do worship you, and we know that when we worship you, it's in spirit and it's in truth, Lord, from our hearts. And that's what we would do. As we sing and as we share, as we give of ourselves to you in worship, of our finances as we receive as tithes and offerings and such. And Lord, um, we just look to you for all those things. We do the tithes and offerings, Lord, we just... Thank you for all that you have given us. We know the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. And we give the portion back to you. We thank you for your blessing on it, on all of our giving. This morning we also think of Herb Romanchenkel and Zambia. Lord, we pray for your continued protection, and the team that he's with, too, as they're there ministering to those people, particularly orphans, but others as well, for your hand upon them, Lord. We just thank you for it, for what's taking place there. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that. For many salvations, we pray. We thank you that they're helping them with their physical needs, but then also there are many that are receiving you as their savior, savior. so thankful, Lord. Give strength to Herb and the team, physical strength, emotional and mental strength, spiritual strength, and so forth. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And uh, we're, obviously we're working with sound this morning as we're back here and things are, so thank you, Lord for your help. We just are so thankful for our AV folks and all they do always. I want to share um, in regard to finances and such we've given some funds to the church, a church in Erskine, and uh, we received, just got this note, a thank you note from their pastor, Jim Binder. He says, Dear ones, um, I know that I'm late in getting this sent off to you, but regardless of the timing, we here at the Erskine Church appreciate Your generous support of us and our building program your latest gift of one thousand dollars was an unexpected blessing as an exclamation point there we have been saving to pay for our suspended ceiling grid so that our electrician can finish installing our permanent lighting your gift will go a long way in accomplishing that so on behalf of all of us in Erskine we thank you for your generosity to us and pray the Lord's richest blessings upon you in 10 strike there's a word there I don't understand but in him Pastor Jim Bender and so I just wanted to share that with you that word of thanks from them And then also, our offering last Sunday for the Northwoods Pregnancy Center came to $500. And this last week, we submitted the final bills to the insurance company, and we've already covered that in prayer together, leaving for good grace on their part as um, those bills are covered as well. So, praise God. Um, a few announcements here, welcome everybody to participate in our fellowship celebration meal after the service prepared by Adon and Maria, we'll be doing that after the time today in here Then next week Gerald Durstein will be coming here yeah I'm getting there yet well maybe I didn't Really, the cake goes right along with the message of the day. Shine as lights. Did you see it when you came in? Maybe. Um, and it takes a while to cut it, so we, maybe you didn't all get to see it. They took it to start cutting it, but it's, Carl uh, Mandrell made it, and it actually is a picture of the lighthouse in our foyer. And it says, shine as lights, or something like that. And really, that's our theme as a church, and it just flows, but we'll get to eat it. <laughs> it's so pretty, I said, wow, I did get a picture of it. Beautiful. Uh, and uh, and also, she had on there celebrating Joy's birthday. Our granddaughter Joy became, was 13 years old. Yes, there on Friday. So, I just want to also say Thank you to, uh, the thing is, you start saying thank you for all the help that, you know, went on. It's hard to know, in a way, where to start and finish. But for one thing, our deacons, Sue, Joan, and Joyce. Uh,
1: I know how to take care of it. Okay. <laughs> Everyone raise your hand. Okay.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord.
1: You truly have been our Redeemer.
0: You truly have been our Redeemer. You've
1: been our helper. You've been our helper. You've been our wisdom. You've been our wisdom. And you're the source of full
0: supply. And you're the source of full supply.
1: We thank you, Lord.
0: We thank you, Lord.
1: For what is yet to come.
0: For what is yet to come.
1: In Jesus' name we thank you.
0: In Jesus' name we thank, we
1: thank you for your presence. For your presence,
0: for your glory, for
1: your manifested signs and wonders. For your manifested
0: signs and wonders. In this place. place, And in and through us. And in and through us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oops. And then
1: I have a um word, he said it's obvious with the sound. I was just wrapped in the sound of worship today and i was aware that the things well they're not all in place but i experienced a wrapping um it's like the sound didn't stay up here it wrapped around and um i thank the lord for that but this is what he gave me on march on may 25 He gave me the word unorthodox. Sometimes I get words, even in the night, and I'll write something on my notepad. And a lot of times, words that I don't necessarily use in my vocabulary, so then in the morning, I research them. (laughs) That was the word unorthodox. And I knew immediately it had to do with what was yet Take place in this facility and it included a sound. I knew it included the sound. Unorthodox means contrary to what is usual or traditional or even accepted, unconventional, uncommon, out of the ordinary, original, new fresh novel. And I believe that describes us even from 16 years ago when this was first built and the way that the sound was addressed. There were banners that were designed by Suvin Tassel. They were hung by Mark and Sue. There were panels on the back wall that were made out of an old divider curtain to be in our basement. When we wanted that to become a kids church or a kids gym, that was also sewn up and made into, was it 13? Different sound panels back there. You can imagine there was hardly any cost to that. Back then, that was an unorthodox answer to our sound. I have faith to believe we're going to see it happen again. I don't believe it's in the same way, but it's going to be, we're going to, when it's up, when it's in place, we're going to say this is perfect. Because when God said he would redeem Beyond our expectations It also included the sound so thank you, Lord
0: Better than ever and uh, God is going to restore and Wow, you know you just Look around, you, know, the, you probably noticed the beams, which before were covered with sheet rock, these huge beams. And then we have also the posts that have been covered now in wood. And uh, the project that we were thinking of before is, is happening too outside. You maybe noticed that as you walked in, there's going to be wood on our drive-through. And really, that leads the way into the wood that we're seeing here, those kind of things, and of course, the new carpet. Oh, what a blessing. That was the last one of the last bills that we sent in this last week was to the insurance company, was the carpet. I'm assuming you all know, maybe there's some here that don't, but we did have a cave-in right about where Dan and Ron are sitting there. It's strong now, it's not going to fall, you guys. (laughs) In fact, there's a whole new factory built, 80 foot, a number of uh, rafters up there that were put in that place where there had been hand-built before, so it's strong, we thank the Lord for that. Extra insulation, we put insulation to replace it, but then put extra in that whole section of the building. Just a number of things. Everything got painted, repainted, and uh, so we're thankful. Just thankful that we're here to worship God and to be His lights. But we do we do thank everybody that helped. Hundreds of hours of volunteer work uh, went into to where we are right now. It's not done yet.
1: It's obvious when you walk in the entry that needs fresh paint. Our last hallway needs fresh paint. We're going to be painting them the same color as the the blue that you see on the wall that goes down the hallway. Um, we also have some heavy things that need to be moved today after the meal. Uh, one of them is from upstairs. The other one is that great big screen that's laying in the decorating room, if that could be moved in, at least into the furnace room, because we, we use this room. <laughs> back there so from time to time there'll be things that especially men there's a fire extinguisher that's supposed to be rehung by the mailboxes I stuck it in the office for now um, but from time to time I'll just be pulling especially men and just saying this is something that still needs to be done so thanks for your help
0: Amen. And uh, while I'm thinking of it too, one of the things that we were hearing from each other is that in the fellowship hall we like the closeness, being closer together than how we had. This is basically about the same number of chairs as we had before. It's just that the rows are closer and we're closer together. And we have tables out here we used a lot of the side tables and such in the fellowship hall, and that those are free to be used if you'd like to. And uh, so that's how we have it today. The thing is, we can change it, we can, we're open to whatever. And uh, of course, our, our main goal and vision too, or a major one for sure, would be that we're shining as lights to those that don't know the Lord. And we have a place for people to come. We have a place. We have room for them. And uh, so I, before I totally get off the thinking, though, I want to thank Ann Nelson for many, many hours. She is such a cleaner. <laughs> And you, you're just, just, well, it's a delight to see her work because she so enjoys it. And uh, it's, I'm convinced it's a gift the Lord has, has given you to do that. And uh, I know Mark Ventassel has been put in so many hours, Kathy Cootley, you know, like I said, you start naming people, our sound folks. Uh, and audiovisual, visual just, just thank you to everybody for all the hours. Last week, what a, what a scene that was here as we came in here at the close of our service and had our uh, prayer time together, which ended up being in the shape of a heart there. It was kind of interesting. And then had some guys brought in our cross. Uh, that was so fitting, that was great. Uh, And then the procession of chairs that came forth from the fellowship hall to here. A lot of people got in on that action. There was a, when I went back that way, there was a a line all the way of chairs coming back into here. And that was great. Actually inspiring, I would say. But... um, I'm going to share from the word here a little bit the message. I would call it, together we shine bright. And, um, you know, we as a church family move back into this restored sanctuary and we're reminded that the Lord has called us to be a lighthouse. He's commissioned us to be light to the nations. On Thursday, and I don't know if you can see it real plainly or not, on we had our grandkids at our place on Thursday and Millie was wearing a, a t-shirt that said, Together We Shine Bright. And I had just been working on the message. And I said, can I get a picture? And do I have your permission to show, show that to everybody on Sunday? She said I did and, and that became the title of the message. Together We Shine Bright. And I remember when I was young in the morning, dad, I think I usually had a room that was, we lived in a few different houses, but I was usually upstairs and dad would be at the bottom of the stairs and he would holler out. He'd say, rise, shine for your light has come. (sighs) He was trying to get us up out of bed and uh, And, of course, he was quoting from Isaiah 60. And uh, there's some things here I want to review for we were looking at that last week, but we also were looking at James 1, starting at 17, where it says, every gift God freely gives is good and perfect. And we saw the footnote from the Passion Translation Bible says the Aramaic word used there It means complete, wholesome, abundant, sufficient, enough and perfect. That's what God wants for us. Streaming down from the Father of lights. And then we saw Jesus calls us, this is in a footnote from the Bible again, the light of the world. And Paul describes believers as shining lights in the world. And God is our Father, he created angels, but he brought us to new birth. And we are born again spiritually as God's children of light. We are carriers of the nature of God. And this new birth places the light of God within us so that we are now his lights in the earth. And this is part of the divine nature, his divine DNA, which is implanted into our very being through the seed of his incorruptible word. And this light gives us the power to overcome the darkness that is in this world around us. And there is power in light to dispel darkness. It's true in the natural realm. It's true like with light bulb or with the light you're seeing here, they just take care of darkness. It's like a candle of light, of fire, in a dark room, it dispels the darkness. But this is also true in the spiritual realm. Light in the spiritual realm, released into the natural realm, will bring light to things in that natural realm as well. It'll affect the things in the spirit and then we'll begin to see it in the natural. And on the contrary, spiritual darkness will give birth to natural darkness as well. But God's light, the light of His Spirit within us, it pierces through the darkness. Let's continue on there in James 1.17, who speaking, and this is speaking of God our Father, shines from the heavens with no hidden darkness, no shadow of darkness, and is never subject to change. And again, the footnote, there's a shadow of turning, no shadow of turning. The implication, there's nothing that you will find wrong with God. Nothing in Him that could even remotely appear to be evil hiding. And the more you get to know Him, the more you realize how beautiful and holy that He is. And this is the message it says in 1 John 1 that we have heard from the beginning and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. He is light. So, we're born again from above. We're carriers of God's light and his power. We're carriers of God's love. And we can live victoriously in this life as overcomers because God's light within us is a power and an energy, a life force, that's greater than all the power of darkness. I want to read that scripture now from Isaiah 60 that I mentioned earlier. And this is from the Amplified Bible. It says, Arise from the depression and frustration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come. It has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. It's a done deal. That power of God has been birthed in us now as we are now children of light. It's in us. God's light is in us. and When we are born again, we have God's light within us. It has an impact, a great impact on us and it has an impact on the people around us as well. And as 10-Strike Community Church family, we have a vision to corporately shine forth, having a very significant light-bringing effect on the people around us and spreading that out to ever-widening circles wherever the Lord leads us. There's a picture of that, again, together we shine bright, together we shine bright. Look at your neighbor and tell him. together we shine bright, together, together we shine bright, <laughs> hallelujah. So, we have a symbol a lighthouse, that's what Carly had on the, the cake there, it was a picture of the lighthouse we have in our foyer. And our theme, Light to the Nations, this morning as I was um, taking a a drink of water out of this cup that was from our 100th anniversary, on on the top it says, "A 100 years of light. And then on the bottom it says, light to the nations. Light. Light to the nations. 100 years. And now it's much more than that, of course, 115, I guess it is this year, or 118, 118, time flies. But our slogan, every believer, a minister of God's love, we just want to bring this out again, you could say, of his light, but in that light of God, there is truth, there is life, there is love. We have the mission statement connecting people to God, connecting people to people, and connecting people to service. And as we re-enter this sanctuary now, we see that we have renewed that vision and that mission. Amen? A renewed vision. Amen? This is what we see. So, here's another scripture about light. Live a cheerful life, without complaining or division among yourselves, for then you will be seen as innocent, faultless, or we could say they're mature, and pure children of light, even though you live in the midst of a brutal and perverse culture. Sometimes the culture we are in, it does seem that way. Brutal and perverse. For you will appear among them as shining lights in the universe. Shining lights. Offering them the words of life. Words of life. And Note the characteristics of people who are shining as lights in this world. Cheerful life. And that has a lot to do with our countenance and our words, what our faces are showing while we are speaking. Being cheerful, it shows forth happiness. Do you remember from last Sunday's message that an earmark of darkness, or the Greek word used in the New Testament, skotia, it's an earmark of that is, is unhappiness but an earmark of light is happiness and uh, we want to be walking in cheer in this world because the world needs it. So many are in depression, despair, they're just down and they need hope. They need that light to shine forth to them that they can see it, and what it really is, it's God in us. It's Him flowing out of us. Did you know that you are a walking container of God Himself? That God lives inside of you. He dwells inside of you, His light and His life. And so wherever you go, wherever you walk, whatever room you're in, God is there in you to shine forth and to touch the people there. It's one of the best ways to get off of or out of depression yourself is to start thinking of the other people in that room and to start ministering to them the love of Jesus Christ. It just just works so good. We don't want to be walking in the opposite of cheer and cheerfulness which would be gloom, sulking, sullen, you know, that's not how. It's not all that our personalities are all going to be happy-clappy type stuff, which, but some are, and thank God for those folks. Some aren't quite like that, but others that aren't quite that way, you're going to be seeing the light of God shining through them to our husband, to our wife, to our children, Grandchildren, but then out in circles like our church family, people we meet on the streets, in town, or wherever we are, in the workplace. And when we are filled with thoughts of light, filled with the Word, it'll show. It'll show through our eyes. It'll show through our words what we speak. And when we're filled with thoughts of darkness, it will show too. It'll show through our eyes, it'll show through our words. When someone walks into a room, what happens? You ever been in a room where everything was very lighthearted and everything? Someone walks in and all of a sudden it's like a cloud's in the room. Someone, someone other than you, right? Or me. Or what what happens when you walk into a room? Ask yourself that question and see if we walk into a room and we bring a cloud it's probably time to get alone in a room with the Lord and just get with him and just be renewed have our battery charged anew and afresh in him just get before him worship him it's good to come together like this to worship God worship him corporately together just worship the light gets brighter and brighter as we do. It's like a a coal that's grown cold, put back in the fire, and the glow comes back. So, Philippians 2.14 goes on to say that a cheerful life is one that is free from complaining and division. Complaining is obviously a fruit of darkness, not light. Division is obviously a product of darkness and not light. Um, let's read that scripture again from Philippians. Live a cheerful life without complaining or division among yourselves. For then you will be seen as innocent, faultless, mature. You know, faultless, we can get maybe the wrong impression there. What, it's really maturing. We should be maturing, but none of us is perfect debt. We're not perfect, we're maturing, and hopefully we are growing. That's what it should be, pure children of God. Even though you live in the midst of a brutal and perverse culture, for you will appear among them as shining lights in the universe, offering them the words of eternal life. Here's another verse that speaks of light. will fulfill what the Lord Jesus has commanded us. I have destined you to become a beacon light for the nations and release salvation to the ends of the earth. It's all around us here, but then wherever the Lord leads us, that we're lights, we're beacons. That word means a strong light can be seen from a far away and that is used to help guide ships and airplanes. Someone or something, such as even a country that guides or gives hope to others. A lighthouse or other signal for guidance, a source of light and inspiration. So we together, of course as individuals too, and we speak this forth, we prophesy it forth together as a church family that we will be in a renewed sense in this day, in this hour of 2019, a lighthouse, a lighthouse, light to the nations, a lighthouse, a strong light, giving guidance, giving direction, giving hope, giving a signal Put out there that people can come to to us and they will be able to be helped the light brings clarity, clarity and direction it brings guidance it brings inspiration here's another scripture, John 8, 12 once more Jesus addressed the crowd and he said I am the light of the world he who follows me will not walk in darkness in the dark, but we'll have the light, which is life. The light is life. This is eternal life. This is life that isn't just here on this earth, but it will be for eternity. That's what we're talking about. What's more important? We're talking about eternity, eternal life, forever. This light which is life. It is life. Bringing it to those around us, to people around us. Amen? This is what we're called to do. This is what Jesus has called us to do. And this is what our desire is as a church family. And we must walk in the light that we have. God gives us light. He brings us truth. He brings us understanding and then we walk in it. We need to walk in that. But you know when we do, there will be persecution too, as we walk in the truth, as we walk in the light. Acts 26, 17 says, I will rescue you from the persecution of your own people and from the hostility of other nations that I will send you to. And you will open their eyes to their true condition so that they may turn from the darkness to the light and from the power of Satan to the power of God. By placing their faith in me, they will receive the total forgiveness of sins and be made holy, taking hold of the inheritance that I give to my children. Hallelujah. Once we see the light, turning from the darkness to the light, or we could say from death to life, and it's a choice, it's a decision. It's a decision that each individual must make, receiving that light, receiving it. And we should each have someone, think about it right now, or is there someone you're praying for that you know at this point has not made that decision yet to receive Jesus as their Savior. Maybe you haven't here today. If you haven't, make that decision, a life decision, a quality decision. Decide to believe the Bible and receive Christ today as your Savior. But then also having someone or a group of people or however many are believing faith arms can stretch around, that we're praying for right now to receive that fullness, that decision, to make that decision that the blinders would come off. Then maybe for some, it's coming back to the Lord, so to speak, where they need to be revived. These are folks we are praying for, believing for, that they would return to the God of their fathers, that they would be strong in the Lord, that he would be the Lord. We talk about the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the Lord of our life. He would be the one that we look to for all guidance. 2 Corinthians 4, 5, we don't preach ourselves, but rather the Lordship of Jesus Christ, for we are your servants for Jesus' sake, For God who said, let brilliant light shine out of darkness is the one who has cascaded his light into us, the brilliant dawning light of the glorious knowledge of God as we gaze into the face of Jesus Christ. His light, his brilliant light comes through us, through Jesus Through Jesus Christ, and we turn our eyes upon Jesus, looking fully in His wonderful face, and the other things of earth, they line up. They get in the place they should be. He's the one in first place. It says in Romans 13, 12, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. As we read this, let's have the worship team come up here. We'll do that song to close that we add for closing. Romans 12, 13, 12, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness. Cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. The armor of light. So this is what we cast off the darkness because we're still living in the dark world. And we put on the armor of light, the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Yes, together we shine bright as the TCC family when we put on the armor of light, when we walk in that light, and our countenance individually and then corporately will be not one of defeat and unhappiness and complaining or divisions, but rather one of victory, cheerfulness, gratitude, and unity, amen? And we will be a shining beacon of light in a world of darkness, So let's determine in our hearts determine in our hearts to allow Jesus' life to shine out through us. Hallelujah. We're going to close in a song here today that kind of talks about this. So let's stand up together and we'll sing this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, we receive anew and afresh of that flow of your life, a river of life, a river of light just flowing through us, out to those around us, Lord, touching their lives. Lord, we receive it right now here for those who be have been down in depression, discouragement, despair. Lord, your light, your life flowing into them now. Your encouragement, your love, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We receive it. And Lord, as we go to fellowship together with the meal, and then beyond that to going out touching other people's lives. May your light of love and truth flow out from us. And everyone in agreement said, Amen. Hallelujah. The altar is open here. If you would like prayer, we will be here to pray with you this morning. Praise God.